You're listening to Leveling Up, where we'll show you how to win at the game of life and business. It's time to power up your skills through life gamification with your host, Eric Sue. I'm going to give you a behind the scenes look at a YouTube creators event that I went to a while back. And this included creators such as Graham Stephan. There was the poker player Rampage, Sam and Colby, Spencer Cornelia. And I want to just jump right into it right now. So this event was done in Vegas and my friend Kong, he has a company called Jump Cut. He's one of the OG YouTubers that grew really quickly back in the day. So he decided to put an event like this together and collect some of the best creators out there. And so for me, I wouldn't necessarily say I'm the biggest YouTuber out there. I'm much more of a podcaster. My background's in SEO, but I wanted to go and I wanted to just learn and see who I would eventually meet. When I first walked in, I actually met someone that was an OnlyFans creator and she told me she was making about seven figures a year. And I asked her where she was putting most of the cash flows and she said she was actually investing most of the cash flows and she was buying real estate property. So she's investing money. I asked her when she thought she would stop doing OnlyFans and she said probably in her 30s, maybe right as she hits 30 or so. So it's not her plan to do it long-term, but she is taking advantage of something that's trending right now and something that people are willing to pay for. And I respect that. I think it certainly works for her in terms of making money, so more power to her. The other thing is when I ended up talking to Rampage and he plays a lot of high stakes poker and can see him on the Hustler Casino live streams and you'll see him bluffed a pot and it was like $800,000 or so. So he's putting in a lot of money there. And we were talking about his bank rolls and then talking about what he wanted to do long-term. And he's still in his early 20s right now, I believe, or maybe mid 20s or so. And and I asked him, look, what do you want to do long term? And he's like, well, I don't see the poker thing being the real money maker long term. Like he does see the path to building something long term applied more to something like business. Let's just put it that way. What I'm getting at here is looking at all the creators, judging from the conversations, a lot of these people, they know how to grind, they know how to create. But what ends up happening is that a lot of them don't know what to do when it comes to business. When you think about the creator world, if you're like a Mr. Beast, for example, or Logan Paul, Logan Paul's drink prime, he's not the business operator. And for Feastables, Mr. Beast, he is not the operator as well. He's just focused on creating and he is getting more involved in the weeds with his chocolate company or his Feastables brand. But at the end of the day, the vast majority of these creators, they don't know what to do when it comes to business. They don't necessarily know what to do when it comes to picking the right monetization vehicle, when it comes to really extracting the most value and also giving the most value to their audiences. And most of them default back into selling ads or pushing other people's products. And Jimmy, Mr. Beast has actually realized this fairly recently is that if you want to make the most money, if you want to collect the most margin, you have to sell your own products and services at the end of the day. Because his logic here, which makes a lot of sense, is if he produces a video that has 200, 300, 400 million views, he should be charging five, $10 million for that video. Because a Super Bowl video, for example, overall will have 100 million viewers or so. And granted, you could say the retention's a lot longer on that. You could argue that Jimmy is getting up to the level where he could command five, $10 million or so, but most companies aren't willing to pay that because that's just a lot of money. For him, he's like, okay, well, if you're not willing to pay that, then I'm just going to make something that makes sense for my audience and I'm going to collect more margin that way and I'm going to get paid what I deserve to be paid. And that's how you have to think about it as a creator because ultimately what matters is equity and most creators don't understand that quite yet. It's kind of like the early days of the NBA if you think about it or NFL. A lot of the athletes were just kind of taking money. They didn't know. Like they would just take whatever money came their way and they wouldn't really think about investing for the long term. And so that's the difference here. And you have people now that are like, okay, well, these creators don't understand how to monetize to the best of their ability. Maybe I should come in and help them. And that's where these agents come 
come in, right? The other thing I'll say is looking at everyone, I could just feel it from the energy. The fact that it was a YouTube creators event, a lot of people were excited to be there. It doesn't matter if you're a creator or wherever else. At the end of the day, you want to hang out with like-minded people. You want community. And that's what I felt from this. You can feel everyone was kind of longing for community. And this was the first event that Kong did. And I think he did a pretty good job with it. And he, obviously he knows what else he needs to do to improve it, to make the people more accessible next time to each other, to give more space for the people to connect with each other. Eventually he's going to learn how to do that. But my point is just like the reason why I do my events is to connect like-minded people. As you continue to rise higher and higher, as you get more elite, as you get stronger and stronger, the air gets thinner. But that doesn't mean that you don't want to hang out with people that are like you. And it's hard to find people that are like you as the air gets thinner. I'm not saying you should throw away your other friends, but you still want to have a community of like-minded people as it relates to your career because you spend so much time on it. It is your passion. And some people say, oh, well, your work isn't your identity. And I believe that when you put pretty crazy amount of time into the work that you do, I do believe that it's part of your identity because you invest the time, you fight as part of your journey, and then you get to where you want to go. And I feel like most people that say that the work's not a part of your identity either don't enjoy what they do or some type of cop-out. You may have completed this level, but many more bosses await. If you're looking to level up in marketing or business, just go to singlegrain.com forward slash leveling dash up to get access to our individual and team training programs. That's singlegrain.com forward slash leveling dash up.